Anthony's new book is out, Unstuck, a life manual on how to be more creative, overcome your obstacles, and get shit done. Check out anthonymindel.com unstuck to sign up for updates, promotions, and get your copy of Unstuck today. Hi, everyone. I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast about acting, art, and life, and that tricky little thing we're all after but rarely find ourselves in, the moment. In this series, I talk to all kinds of creatives and friends about the joys and the ah, heartache and challenges of acting, writing, producing, and getting out of our own ways to be the creative channels we all are. For more information, go to anthonymile.com, and you can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Okay, I hope you enjoy. In today's episode, Tony chats with actor Jamel Atkins. Jamel stars in HBO's Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. While talking about how Jamel's athletic career inspires his creative passions, the two touch on giving yourself time in the industry, mindsets in the auditioning process, and the importance of vulnerability in work and life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In The Moment Podcast. We're running a little behind today because I had to have a little makeup touch up, but that's okay because my guest here is on a show yes. and he sits in a hair and makeup chair every day. That's right. It's part, there's, it's not vanity. Sometimes it can be. <laughs> uh, welcome, Jamel Atkins. Hey, 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 hey everybody. Nice to, nice to be here. Um, so you're on HBO's Winning Time. Correct. The Rise. I was going to add The Fall, but they didn't fall. They haven't no, fallen. not yeah, yet. The Rise of LA Lakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh gosh, I hope this isn't going to be all about basketball because I don't, you know, don't mm-hmm. really know a lot about basketball, Jamel. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about acting and then you can tell me about The Lakers. Sure. Absolutely. But this is a huge breakthrough for you. Yes. Yay. Yes. It was, um, it was, <laughs> I mean, as you know, you were helping me through that time. Yeah, you know, 2020, you. Yeah, yeah, we we started working together. Yeah, and that was when I was going through the paces. I mean, in retrospect now, it seems like it was just, you know, every time I tell somebody I moved in 2019 and then booked something in 2020, they're like, oh my God, that's fantastic. Oh, wait, so you had moved here in 2019. 2019, yeah. right. Yeah. From Atlanta? No. Tampa. Tampa. Oh yeah. my gosh, okay. So in retrospect, it felt like... Oh, you're on was, a fast track. Yeah, it, that's what it, that's what people say now. But at the you're time like, when I was going through all these auditions, I was like, man, something's got to give. I'm 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 auditioning, you know, I'm thirty seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. It was, oh my god, I forgot about that. You're doing fine. You're doing better than fine. And when yeah. I say fine, I mean what, you know, when I tell people they're doing fine, I mean that as the highest compliment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For sure. Three years. Yeah, that's yeah. like nothing. Also, you, I think your thing is you really have you place a lot of expectations on yourself like we all do right Absolutely. and then sometimes that can really it's important because we got to move in the direction of our dreams and work hard which I know you do but also sometimes we put extra burden on ourselves to like make it in some sort of timeline that in the acting world there is it doesn't work like that and that is maybe what you're discovering right yeah that's that's I mean I come from a very competitive background in sports so you did it's, play basketball I played it. no. Well, oh. I played basketball, football, right? yeah, football, football. But basketball, I stopped to focus on football to go to college to play football. Okay. Uh, so coming from that type of a dynamic, I'm used to, you know, more of a. I put in X amount of work over X amount of months, and then I get to show it, and then See, you results. can't you can't deny that effort, and yeah. then that will lead to, <laughs> and then you discover in sports that it doesn't work like that, either. But that's right. The acting thing is extremely difficult because of all the careers that one can 
pursue, this is the one that really doesn't have a linear path. That's right. You know, that's the biggest downfall of, I guess the biggest downfall and advantage of being a creative is all the decisions that you make in between are all up to you to be able to determine what, how they're going to look. You're right. So, yeah. 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 It's not like you graduate from college with a degree and then you like move into the, you know, a marketplace where you get a job or you're like a lawyer or it doesn't work like that. You know, absolutely. It's, but that's also what's wonderful about it. You know, once you like, (laughs) once you get, once you get, I mean, it's awful and beautiful and wonderful all the time because it can change on a dime. Yeah. All of a sudden you get a job and then, but then also jobs. Thankfully you have season two, you just shot season two. So will there be a season three or do you not know yet? We don't, we don't know yet. And you know, even just going through that transition of, you know, being tied to something and still having to wait to know. So everybody that's listening, please go watch it and like Jamal Wilkes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we will. Uh, So, but you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, you're still, even in this type of a situation sometimes, you know, we knew about season two really early okay. because we knew about season two while we were, while we were oh, shooting, wow. while we had just finished season one. So you had, had birthday cake and icing, yeah. right? Cause yeah, exactly. it's like it's cake and icing. Yeah. Right? So now this is a different situation where we're, you know, HBO has, you know, is one of the, if not the premier network to be on of all the networks. So they have a very high bar. So we're just right. trying to match that. And I'm, positive that we did yeah uh, we're just trying to match that quality with everything that we do to continue to give people something that they want to tune into so when does season two come out we are i i i know when okay. but I, i'm not and, sure if uh, i'm i'm not sure if i'm able to say to but say. sometime this okay. year okay. later this year okay. for sure okay. yeah and how many episodes uh season, season eight? two is eight eight okay yeah yeah, and so it tell us. I mean, I'm sure there will be a lot of Laker fans. Basketball. My brother is mm-hmm. actually my brother does not like the Lakers. Oh, snap. well, because he finds them like the the, the evil team. Yeah, to, and people like to not like them. People in a way, right? like to hate winners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hate. He's them. a Knicks fan. Okay, that and, see that explains. Okay, see, a little why, bit of yeah, 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 a little bit of backstory. It's funny. Maybe he likes them now. I just remember he used to be like, oh, those Lakers, mm-hmm. and maybe he likes them now. But um, so. The rise of the Laker dynasty. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been really successful for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is basically following... When does it start? Following starts in about 1980. I think we picked up 1979 or 1980, the oh, first wow. season. Okay. So it's following the storyline of That's how... Cool. Yeah. I haven't how, seen it yet. I'm sorry. I'm no, you're sorry. Fine. You're a busy Jamal, man. I will see it. Well, also, I, I want to hear about... Yeah. I also feel so badly because... I have a lot of students on a lot of shows, and I would not have any other kind of life if I were just watching no, I mean, everybody's show. I mean, to your point, I mean, I'm struggling in myself to catch up on shows yeah. that I even yeah. want to watch. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not training students and going across to Australia yeah. and New York yeah, and all this other type of stuff, thing. too. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, it's, um, it starts in 1980, okay. and essentially it follows the storyline of Kareem and Magic okay. Johnson right. uh, and Jerry Buss and how. This team was bought by this owner who at the time was just seeming like this guy that was a hot shot, just rich from, you know, being smart and being good with money. And that's Jerry Buss. Yeah, Jerry yeah, Buss. Okay, yeah. And um, and his personal, like, development, I think a little bit through real estate, if I remember. Uh-huh. And going through, you know, how it went from this team of Flash to a team of, like, serious contenders and all the little nuances of the story that happened with Magic and Kareem and okay. just details that 
seem atypical for a basketball team to be going through. Of you know cool. what I mean? Just, okay. You know, so so like the personal, that. more of the personal stories, more of the por- right. personal it, stories in yeah. relation to the whole team. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's, history. Yeah, so it's basically following around um, this year. I was blessed to be able to season two. I was able to have a little bit more impact on the storyline. So okay, cool. you get to see a little bit more, or I guess you could say in comparison, a lot more of the storyline behind the players. And, you know, just dealing with dynamic of this time period where everything was new. That was when the NBA was just starting, starting to right. be a show, uh-huh. you know, and, and starting to be from, you know, you were playing against your local mailman too, <laughs> you know, playing against serious okay. athletes. Like it know? was like amateur yeah. before it became what right. it is now. Exactly. Uh, wasn't uh, Larry Bird and the, like, the Celtics were really big coming yes. into that time? Yes. That's all I really remember. Yeah, so that's also, that that's also going to You're be the nemesis, right? Heavy the focus, oh, for wow. sure. Okay. Heavy for focus. season two? Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I do know my basketball yeah. history. Even yeah. Though. Did John Wooden? No, he was at UCLA. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Did he never mm. coach the Lakers? Or no, 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 okay. no. And then who do you play on it? I play Jamal Wilkes, okay. who is. Um, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, he's the forgotten. They, I've they, heard of him. Yeah, so they, I know. They say he's that the he's forgotten like, one. Yeah, he's like Aww. the silent. He, they called him the silent assassin because he didn't really speak too much. He was just more of one Smart. of one of the. Head down. Yeah, one of the players that was just. Uh, just consistent with the Lakers for years. He's a Hall of Famer. He has his jersey in the rafters. Uh-huh. Uh, so is we, he still alive? Yeah. Have you? Did you get to? I did him? not talk to him yet. Okay. Um, I haven't. I haven't personally tried to make that attempt. We. That's more of an acting thing that we can definitely talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting character as well to play him. Has Kareem or have the any of the other? Teammates from that time, uh, I believe, cast, or uh, come to a premiere. Um, Devon Nixon is actually playing his father, Norm Nixon. Okay, and um, I know that Michael Cooper, I believe, um, Rick, is it Rick Fox? I believe his name is okay. Rick Fox. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he's a fan of the show, so we have some Lakers that are enjoying the show for other reasons that are outside of our control. You know, a lot of people. You know, when you're telling the storyline of other people. There, there are moments that they well, might not want to to share. So, but. yeah, it's not like Kareem is a producer on it. So right. that's what's tricky, right? Right. Is it's, uh, I watched, I mean, this isn't the same example, but um, mm-hmm. Pamela Anderson, you know, they did the, the yep. that Hulu series. And, Tom and Pammy. Yeah, and she just has a Netflix doc about her own life, and she wanted to, like, have agency and tell her own story finally, and she had a book that came out. But it was interesting because she got approached not to like be a part of it just being told hey we're doing this movie about you Mm -hmm. but it was really hard for her because it wasn't the accurate story of her life right and so it's it's yeah it it causes a little bit of tension you know for obvious reasons nobody's trying to tell a like a smut piece on somebody's life you're just trying to make it interesting right and you know it's it's also like that's the beauty of what we do is that we're able to touch on things and there's lessons that are going to be learned through the you know through the circumstances or through the general plot lines of these people that that you have no idea about, you know, there's right. something there for everybody to learn something from, which is what makes a show fantastic. Yeah. The personal, right? Yeah. So, okay. So did, did you have to play, did you have to play basketball yeah. as yeah. well? So you have skills, mad skills. S- some, sometimes. Did you have to show them at the, at the uh, first um, audition? Well, did you have like a basketball The, the story, the storyline for me, which I guess we can touch on now is I was, this is a good storyline, I guess, for all, just all actors in general. It's something I've said before. But when I booked Winning Time initially, my character is like 198 pounds. I was, you know, I'm 6'4", ish, okay, yeah. 225. So, I'm, so I was training myself 
to get in shape first, not even really focusing on the basketball, but just be as lean as possible. Okay, wow. Okay. So I was doing that for about six weeks. I lost 20 pounds in six weeks. Okay. And then they canceled the, they had cut the character from the pilot originally. Oh, no. Okay. So I think that's when I started being like, this is, wow. this is some guy, this. this is some bullshit right, right here. Right. So, I'm being tested. Right. Okay. So when I picked back up, um, I had just was staying in shape because at that point I was still really, that was when so I. So you'd already been, but you had already booked it. I had already, already booked, booked it. it. Okay. I had already booked it from a self tape. And, uh, you know, then we had this whole thing of them saying when next year, this would be, I booked it in 2019. So okay. this is in 2018. I mean, 2020. Right. Where uh, we were, they're saying when it gets picked up to series, we'll let you know what episode you'll come into. Okay. Got it. Then the pandemic happens. Right. And then I tore oh, my, no. my, tore my Achilles. That's right. Yeah. Because you were on crutches, right? Yes, I was. Yes. Okay. I was. Oh so needless to say, I couldn't train. Oh, no. All for, and then also I was trying to do rehab. I had surgery through the pandemic and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm doing my own rehab. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's another thing. The SAG insurance is criminal. Yeah. Criminal in terms of like the, um, the, the cobra but so anyways yeah, i had insurance cobras. for a little yeah. bit yeah, yeah so i had insurance for a little bit and then we were i was trying to do the rehab there and then um when it came back around it was march 2021 so you know obviously went through the whole pandemic and i got this note that's when i had called you i think i called you that day and i was like i got word i'm thinking nice. my manager's calling me to sign the contract and they're like hey they want to look at somebody else to play jamal wilkes Oh wow! I don't think I remember that. Yeah, so I, I no, I called you to thank you. I yeah. didn't tell you this part. Yeah, I, was, I, was I just having, remember you calling me when you booked the job. Yeah, I was so, so excited for you. So but. yeah, this was when I was, okay. I was about to, I was ready to the drama. I, I was ready to fight somebody. Move, you know? move back to Tampa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I got that call and no. I had this like moment. This was right on my birthday too, uh, March eighth or March seventh. Is got a call. My birthday is March eighth, and they uh, essentially, I got the call that they wanted to do somebody else, like have somebody else audition for whatever okay. reasons. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to try to re-audition for this. So luckily they set me back up and I booked it the second time again. Oh, wow. So then I started training, but by that point I was recovering from the Achilles surgery, lost my athleticism, lost my right. ability to jump and run. Right. So thankful to Adon, who is a trainer that trained many NBA players, Adon Robin. Uh, we were working with him exclusively okay, to kind of yeah. The, like, so the first season was just training, shape. labor, oh. and just like okay. trying to not feel pain every day. Second season, we got some really got to play, really got okay. to play and get better. How yeah. fun! Yeah, I bet that is fun, right? It is. Like, wow, I'm getting paid to act and play basketball. It is like, right. It is. The training was crazy, though. I don't think I've ever trained that hard, that even hard. when I was a D1 oh, wow. athlete. So okay, it's because I'm sure the shooting different. of it, the filming of it, is full-on basketball playing right? yes so absolutely. you have to like yeah interesting yeah okay. so we did as much of it as we can you know for height reasons sometimes we have you know some body doubles and oh, stuff wow. like okay, stuff like yeah. that so do they use any archival footage at all do they intercut it with they they i'm gonna watch this I they really they like... we shot footage to look like archival oh wow you know and then okay. we did include so they... some minor clips something okay. that probably wouldn't be nothing specific but they did their, I mean, the cinematography on that show is Yeah, I mean, I've seen clips. It looks really beautiful. Yeah. So, unbelievable. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, I had a thought. Um, um, so it's interesting, right? The actor's journey. You book the pilot, but mm-hmm. then the, the character's kind of written out of that first episode. But then because you had no airtime, then they have the opportunity or they, whatever, they have the right to then not necessarily 
cast cast you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So crazy. Crazy is it's hard for actors. Yes. It My is boyfriend not fair. is always reminding me, and he's not in the business, but he's always when I'm talking to him about the business, he's like, you know, I think you forget that it's maybe one of the hardest businesses Absolutely. to be in. I thought that And I'm all like Really? Yeah, I thought that. I thought that. It's true, though. <laughs> I thought that playing. I thought that trying to make it as a I mean, professional athlete well, was that's hard. Well, hard too. You know, but this this is this is more of like a a mental. I mean, with the ath- you, with the athletic portion, you get you 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 have to at least have the physical ability to start somewhere. That's right. right. That's true. And acting seems like you can be really really fucking good and, and still, still not. not get the yeah, job. yeah, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I had dinner last night with a couple of managers and. They have a lot of big clients, but we were just talking about the subjectiveness of it all and somebody hits, but you know, yeah, just how random it is in a way or like the right place at the right time with the right rep and the right role. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like you have no control over any of that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And you can't give up. No, I mean, which is why you were like, probably again, I think, yeah, it takes a while. The first three, the first five years are tough. It's great that you got a job within those first five years. I think you but, told me that. I think that's one of yes. the first things that you said was that it takes five years. I think that's what you told me. And, and I had told Luke, I was like, look, he's amazing. I'm not going to like flatter you. I, mm-hmm. I was like, he's amazing, super talented. He just has to not get so worked up yeah. about it not quite happening yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, that's something that I still... I know, me too. I still battle with because, you know... It's so annoying. It, it's, it's for me, I'm a person that cares about craft. I mean, yeah. you know, it's sometimes actors can be a little, you know, not as diligent in yes. areas and think that just because of how they look or, you know, because they fit the TikTok. mold, you know, like that, <laughs> like that's really going to move the needle. So for me, it was, yeah, exactly. So it was like, for me, it was, it was one of those things where I was willing to find every single acting resource ever, go to whoever it you is. Read everyone. Be careful now. You know, I'm, tr- I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like find, yes, no, you're trying to find, find, the, find the clues and then to go through no after no after no after no can be very demoralized. So Jamel, can I just jump in here? Here's mm-hmm. the thing. I do feel like one of the things, well, I'm going to quiz you later because one of the, so start thinking now something okay. that you learned here. But one of the things you probably learn here is, you know, I was teaching in Australia and all these intensives is crazy. And then the last intensive, this group, they were amazing young. I always called everybody kids, but they were super young, like right. 18, 19, 21, whatever. But they had so many questions on the second day and I got caught in like a- trying to answer all these questions and I was like wait a minute yeah that I and then I remember like being in my early 20s I was always tr- trying to find an answer for something because that's also what we do in our 20s and as uh-huh. actors right uh-huh. but then I realized I'm using my hands then I realized whoa answers aren't to you're not we're not here to try to figure it out no we're here to try to experience it and let life unfold and start to show us into the answer, right? And so that's something that I know we talked about. Yes. Like, and it works against the actor. It absolutely you can't does. figure it out here. It absolutely does. And one of the things that, there was a few things that you taught me specifically that stuck with me more. You get you were the first person to give me permission. I love that word. It's my favorite word. Uh, to That's all it I is. I remember you saying... <laughs> I remember you saying more, more, more when I was doing this scene, oh, yeah, I when remember. I was doing um, Blue Valentine. I think you it was. We're doing the, Blue Valentine. Yeah. That's right. So, and I remember you're like, however upset you are is appropriate That's to right. the scene. 
because I was coming from the place of I don't want to lose my temper. I don't want to be right. seen as you know out, out of you know, yeah, out of control. Yeah, yeah. That you telling me to listen and what listening actually means. And one of the most powerful things that I, you've ever said was, in order to be more vulnerable, you have to be make more vulnerable decisions in your life. Yeah. And that those three things just kind of started to stop make me trying to present an actor uh-huh, yeah. and just more of being that's right you know yeah your your tapes changed i remember seeing yeah it's like oh my god we get it using my voice was another yeah, big that's one that's right using your voice yeah because yeah, well, you're so strong you're powerful i used to have this soft you did you soft breathed it <laughs> yeah i know I was, I was trying to i was trying so guys hard to come up yeah I for sure and also like a lot of times big guys because they try to minimize themselves because right. they're bigger how how tall six three? six foot six three six, six four three six yeah. four so like you know so uh, yeah but yeah. you're so like to to stand in your power is a really yeah you have to learn beautiful it beautiful thing you know yeah, you have to course, learn it you know because you don't want to my thing was coming from a background of and this is you know you know this already but it's like your personal experiences and your traumas and how you're not dealing with them and how they reappear as, in your adult life of course forces you so I'm coming from always being somebody that is trying to getting minimized through athletics getting minimized through classroom settings getting minimized through you know just being in the public so yeah. that starts to you know slowly make you smaller yeah and then. So in, and to have this desire to be, you know, a leading man yeah. and still be pursuing that, you know, it requires you to realize that, no, I, I got to I got to get back to who I am and not be so apologetic about everything. That's right. Well, we also talk about this like culturally and socially. Yeah. Also as a person of color. Yeah. Right. Like that's a lot of stuff that I've learned. And like, yeah, those impressions upon us do start to inhibit. Uh, this beautiful expression of who we are. Yeah. And I think it's constantly, even when we're working, I think this is maybe the thing you've also learned, Jamel, is like it's a job mm-hmm. and you're doing a great job and you still come up against your stuff. You still, Absolutely. and the job will be over and you're going to be auditioning again and we have to keep, we just, you have to put on, you know, you have to put on your pants every day and like get out into the world and not let the things other people say or the things we say to ourselves keep us from right you know what i mean absolutely expanding absolutely you know it's tough because you go from like you just said you know you go from a job to then you're back in this auditioning this auditioning process is just so annoying but true but you're probably being seen now for different things because you have different cachet right like you're still the same person but the perception of you has changed yeah, you know I mean, I mean, I mean, I get you're getting you know, into different rooms now. Yeah, I mean, I don't really. I personally, I I used to feel so guilty about it, but like I personally have never really struggled to get auditions. It's more right. who else I am going up against, right. you know, in theory for those auditions. You know, and, you know, those are all things that are just how the business works. You know, you're fighting type, you're fighting credits, you're fighting some political aspects yeah, of that business. Sure. You know, so when I lose a role to somebody that has also that I'm like. In my head, sometimes I watch who booked it. I'm like, he's not nearly, I don't feel, I feel like I would have done a better job at the role. But then you go see somebody that has 20 credits deep. If you think about it from a business aspect, it's like, well, I'm probably going to yeah, go with makes... the guy. I'm This costs money. I'm probably going to go with the guy that's booked. Da, 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 da. I mean, he's great, but, you know, I mean, I have this, this, and this on the line. Yeah. You know, so. But we forget it's business. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, again, it's so subjective. For sure. You know? And, like, your essence maybe. I think it's important to always think, like, yeah, I'm most right for the role. I think that's a really healthy attitude to have. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're going to see it that way. For that's sure. All you, if you just keep laying things down that way, then eventually I think it turns in your favor. I think mm-hmm. after sometimes second guess, 
that you know Brian Cranston talks I talk about Brian Cranston a lot and 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 um Allison Janney because I remember when she won the Oscar she was saying how you know her life changed and he was saying the same thing when they decided I'm going to go into these rooms like it or not I'm bringing myself this is me yeah. this is what I have to offer this is my interpretation this is my offering like yeah. it or not and yeah. eventually and sometimes that doesn't mean people will like it and to touch on your point I I had I haven't had feedback like this in all because you know sometimes actors don't get feedback right so like I had a I had a string of an auditions just recently where the feedback was he was incredible and then the very next one was uh he seemed a little bit stiff and awkward okay so it was so <laughs> there's a you know so yeah. it just speaks to your point yeah I was trying to go for something that was maybe a little bit more emotional poignant yeah and 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 really give something besides something that's kind of like i knew this i didn't want to give a surface level performance and it's not always going to be well received you know but you just have to keep believing that you're going to ultimately make the right choices eventually you're never going to get it right yeah and you also don't know again what how again our job is not to get into the heads of those people who are quote unquote judging us under they're judging us but they're trying to do their job but i have a, a good friend and a client who's like she has like hit it big time now Mm -hmm. she's the lead on a big show and but it's funny because we i've had her on my podcast and we were laughing how when she was in the struggle of stuff i remember a few years ago she went into a casting office and the the feedback was horrible and this person is amazing she'd been at the school for like 10 years amazing and she was crying about it i was like who cares? And then the next day she goes into another office yeah. and that she booked the job. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I, I, I think we use the feedback to help support us in what we need to work on or if it's valuable, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we have off days or sometimes if it's just feels, oh, that's so random. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But that's the other thing. We can keep bending ourselves to fit the idea of what we think other people want and then what do you have to bring? Yeah. You know, it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and it's also, you know, you're like you're saying, you know, it's, that feedback is great for those moments, but if you're, if every, I'd like to know just so I can, I've gotten improve. to a point where I've yeah. gotten to the point where it doesn't really affect me emotionally. It, yeah. More like, what could I have squeezed out of that, that I maybe missed? Yeah. You know, that's a, that's kind of getting to a healthy place, but, and I want to know sometimes because the lack of communication sometimes is more annoying to me than if it would, the feedback is, it, it was terrible. So, because, you know, you're always partially, it's hard to, a lot of actors say, oh, I just do the tape and I forget about it. I'm like, I don't know if you necessarily, if you're really putting in grade A effort all the time that it's just, oh, I'm going to forget about that thing that I just, right. you know. But the point is that seeking the constant feedback has a point of diminishing return. So you mm-hmm. eventually just have to trust that you will get better in time and that this will work out, you know, how it's supposed to. What you're probably seeing too, Jamel, on this set is people make mistakes and they do a take and it's not working and then try to figure out why, right? Yeah, yeah. Some great actors, but you're like, oh, they're just like me. They're like... Yeah, surprisingly, you you realize, and not in a bad way, not in a bad way, it's just you put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. And then you watch people that have been doing this for 20 years mess up. Right. And then it's like, oh, you realize, oh, nobody really cares. Right. Like, no, nobody cares. No, it's a part of it. Yeah. You know, so. I know. I wish, you know, I wish the self-taping world, people would understand that a little bit. I'm not saying you should put up a tape where it's like one mistake, accident after another. But right. Like right. this sort of the, the, like not trying to put up a perfect tape. It's yeah. not about perfection. You no, know I, I start mean? to, I start to, if I'm, I'm not, I used to stutter on a, like a half a syllable. 
and I'd be like, God, oh, yeah, fuck, I got to do it. I'm like, no, fuck that. Let me uh, just. Nobody's let me just, even paying attention. Nobody cares no, about nobody that. Nobody knows it. Nobody yeah. tracks it unless you like telegraph it. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. I stuttered. Yeah, exactly. Let me do it again. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yes, I've been talking about that forever. And casting directors confirm that. Who was I just talking with the other? Oh, I was talking with another client of mine for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And she's also like hit it big in terms of she, she wrote a show that's being done. Um, it's a Taylor Sheridan show, uh-huh. right? And he's like, he's yeah. like an empire. But, and she's, she is co-writer, co-executive producer, but she's also, um, she got a role in it. And she was saying, you know, there's a huge cast, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. I mean, yeah. my gosh, although I guess he's like flawless because he's 85 and he like just, she's just like, why do I feel voice. like, I feel like I auditioned for this, but you're oh, talking, really? I think so. Yeah. Oh, you should have hit With, me up. For the, for the sun or something Maybe. like that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by We Audition. Receive 25% off with the promo code AMAW on weaudition.com. The video chat community to audition, rehearse, self-tape, and get advice. And hopefully book the fucking job. Enjoying In The Moment? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for updates. I don't know where I was going with this, but oh, she was talking about like the self taping because mm-hmm. I think she's as a you know, she sees some of the tapes or whatever, and she said, nobody cares about the things that actors get consumed with, right? Like it's the energy or the intention yeah. behind what they're committing to. It's yeah. not if you flub a line or invert a line or make a mistake on a line or stutter a line. Nobody, nobody cares. knows. Yeah. I also think like, with 3,000 tapes, let's say, that they get submitted for a role, yeah. how do they track all? It's not possible. No, I don't even think that, you know, I mean, I I mean, there's certain things I've been privy to now. You yeah. know, sometimes there's times where I've been explained to that, you know, casting directors have a list that, oh, they, yeah. that they have to, that's true. they, they have, have a minimum that they have to submit right, to, yes, you know, see right. through. And then, yeah. you know, you might be auditioning to just fit that list there's no actual result that's going to possibly come from this. That's right. Um, so you learn, but you might, but they appreciate that. So when they're, they're going to keep you if you if you respond to that, mm-hmm. you know? So I started to take this approach of if I fit it and I can give something to it, I'm going to, I'm going to most likely do it. I don't really deny too many auditions. Oh, that's smart. You know, you know so. Jamel, you're not auditioning for a role anyway. You're auditioning for your career. Yeah. So the more people you can get in front of, the more people are like, oh, he's really solid. I like him. I'll bring him back for something else. Yeah, even exactly. if you were just, you were like sort of the mandate for that list, even yeah. though there wasn't even a role for you. you yeah, exactly. I mean? So you got to get past those. That's why I also say a lot of people, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but from the from the outside perspective, you know, a lot of my friends that aren't necessarily in the same position will ask me advice and, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say that, you know, make sure your life is set up in a way that you don't like you don't need to book this tomorrow to survive. Right. Because, you know, sometimes it's almost like a hope and a prayer that's going through with these with these self tapes. Yeah. And I've said I've started to realize, no, I have to be able to be financially sound, not rich, but financially sound yeah. without the acting in order to then outlast the waiting that comes from when the next thing is going to be. You know, that becomes more a little bit more difficult when you're, you know, tied to shows such as this. But, you know, in general, when you're first starting out, that's a huge thing. It's like, don't come to do not come to L.A. with with absolutely no no idea of nothing and then think that 
you know, because then it forces you to rush. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It forces you to rush. I love rush. that you're saying that too. It's also about it's okay to have a side hustle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just pay your bills so that Absolutely. you can like. So yeah. when you submit a tape, you're not like you know. And I, I and I and I and I was doing my own tapes. I now have somebody else do my own tapes because I I get too finicky about it and it's a lot of time consuming. But I'm it, you have to budget for those yeah things. You know, I I don't know how you might feel about it, but for me, from the auditions perspective. I want to submit a tape that the person wants to look at and watch. You know, I'm not necessarily a fan of just putting something together just to say it got done. Right. So, you know, I try to budget for those type of things. Uh-huh. You know, if, yeah. if, you know, if, if somebody is in that position, I would advise them to do so because you are competing yeah, sometimes right. against 3,000 people. You're right. And those little things of nuances matter. could matter. I always know? joke, I was saying this in Australia, I don't know. A lot of times I've joked about something and then it's happened. <laughs> I feel like eventually, self the self taping world, like the actor is going to have to like, like almost do their self tape as if they were on location. I, you know what I mean, so it's like a a movie on a boat, and you're going to have to literally be on a boat and do it with the sea background. I am like, not just saying this because you said that, but I thought about doing that for one of my tapes. I, I have thought had a about who's done that a few times, and these they were really good self tapes. Yeah, and I was like. I've thought about it, but I'm like, this is becoming more of like. I know, uh, but 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 think about it. Actors are lighting it; they're getting all the equipment. Look at, I mean, look what yeah. we have just for this little simple podcast, right? Yeah, like it's a lot. It's a lot of work. I, I do feel like it might be heading in that direction. I'm so scared because I think like executives don't right. always maybe see the thing, see it. Yeah, they don't see, see it. it right? So I th- I thought about doing it. They can't imagine it. I thought about doing it now, and I, I you know this is something that is more of a personal note. I the amount of money that I've spent before winning time on acting. I mean, I probably had about like ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of worth of camera equipment over the course of and now? upgrading the microphone to this, <laughs> to that, to this. It took years, right, 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 right. But you know, I was saving up to because I'm like, man, yeah, I'm like, I, I need them to not like. And sometimes, you know, you get these auditions, these asking things yeah. in an audition, like right. I'm getting shot by somebody and I got to fall down and, and I got to make it natural. I'm grabbing somebody across right. the, the room or something like that. That's very hard to to pull off, you know, and you don't and I don't want to ever really try to fake too much because I, I sense it immediately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's becoming a. So are you saying now you've invested more in your. I, I, yeah. I, I have, okay. but I have somebody else do it now. OK, I, I thought right. about. I've thought about shooting something that looks like the scene, but I also personally feel like that's a little bit, if that's the case, then I should just be able to come into the office. You know? it, it feels, I think until it turns right now, it feels a little thirsty. Just yeah. feels a little like working a little harder. To, yeah. To, than, like, I feel like I'm doing most of the, to, yeah, that's you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like this might change. You know, yeah. we'll talk about it again in two years. And yeah. all of a sudden you're like, Tony, I had to go to the Sahara Desert because this takes place. In the <laughs> I know, right? Like, where did, where's the nearest sand dude? I know, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, about what I was listening to here, I was like, wow, this feels like a real podcast. It's so weird because, like, I've had so many guests, but you're such a podcast guest. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate right? That. Like, all we need are our ear cans, yeah. and then it would really be full Well, you know, on. I try to give, you know, I try to give, I'm comfortable with you. I try to no, give full yeah, answers. No, it's so. so good to see you. Yeah. So you're able to audition. How? How how long is the shooting schedule? Like six months? How long were you? Man, I have, you know, I don't know if it's just because our show is so massive and there's so many things that we personally have to do, such as, you know, the guys that are playing basketball. For example, this time around, we started in after, what is it? What is it? When's Memorial Day? May. May, so yeah. So I started last May and we didn't start shooting till August. 
So we so were training, training. We were training right. May, June, July, August, wow. and we shoot till August. Then we shot all the way through January. Wow. Yeah. So if, okay. if we're looking at that, that's almost eight months. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's. It's tough because it's a period piece and it yeah. requires us to shave and yeah. and look a Everything certain type of can. way. And, yeah. and my makeup, I mean, one of the biggest things for me is that was a pain. True pain was the first season I had to go through makeup and covering my tattoos at least took oh, wow. yeah. an hour and 15 minutes. Close on his tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. So it took an hour. <laughs> right, and there were no tattoos in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, brah. So, so, you know, that used to, we'd wake up at, and then we were doing the COVID regulations. Oh, God. So I was waking oh, up Jesus. at five yeah, and okay. we don't shoot to 11. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. this time around, makeup took about 45 minutes because they got it. They got it down. They got a different system. Uh-huh. But Do they just, well, I mean, I've had some clients who are really tattooed. I have, uh, his name have is a- Toby. And this guy is like a wizard. Really, he was. Is it makeup? They do makeup. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, he does it with a spray gun. Spray, that's right. And he just has my colors down, so like he can do. If we're rushing, he can finish it in twenty five minutes. And you have a how far up? A full sleeve. Oh wow! And then I have a half sleeve on this side. Okay. Um, And I have a chest, a few tattoos across the chest. Okay, but you have to wear a jersey. Yeah, so you don't really see those. Okay. Okay. And did you have to wear wigs? No, I I detest wigs. Okay, they are crazy. I mean, because also because the '80s were a totally different look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, our I mean, the '80s are um, we're on. Did you grow I, the beard? I've had the beard. I had okay. to shave it off. But we are on set. I mean, I've had some days where I'm like, Lord, have mercy. This is, I'm talking about 14 to 16 hours we're on set. Uh-huh. You know, I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. And I come home at midnight or come home at one a.m. Uh, we had a day where we shot till 3 a.m. in the morning on a Saturday. Overtime. So, exactly. That overtime is fantastic. Yes, golden hour. <laughs> so, you know, what I did was I was trying to cut makeup time. So, I just grew up my own hair and just looked okay. ridiculous yeah. for, okay. for, like for eight, eight months. months. It was so That's much hilarious. easier than, you know. So, wait. So, you're able to audition for other stuff, though. You have been in, yeah. in between shooting. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I. Um, but I'm, you can't. Sorry, but you can't if you book something. You don't have any out, do you? Because you're like needed. We on the show. we signed a. You, oh, uh, we're approaching the timeline, depending upon how season three goes, where my character specifically, and this is just my theory, is uh, we're approaching when he would be kind of like leaving the team. Okay. So for me, it's a little bit more of a up in the air situation. Okay. So yes, but for right this moment, I'm still tied to the show, right. and they have to let me know if they're bringing me back right, or right. or not. But you know, I. There's such a long gap in between that I could potentially do a whole feature, right? You know, in between. Well, right now, and and right, also the rules change with SAG, so you are able to do now two first position shows, which uh, it should be. Yeah. It should have. I mean, again, I don't know any other job where the person seeking employment is not allowed to seek employment when they're waiting to find out about their employment. It makes no, no sense. No, and on top of that, you know, it's no, it's. And on top of that, you know, when you sign a contract, you're only getting paid through for that time. For that time. So when That's I don't, not right. so when I'm sitting here and we finished last October, but we didn't shoot. We finished Until, October of 2020. What's that? 2021. Yeah, and then we didn't start shooting again until May of 2022. 22. You're doing all that. I know budgeting without knowing exactly when. And I didn't think we didn't restart getting paid again until August. So we're going from October till next August. So again, you know, corporations. You think that there's different things that you find out, which is why I suggest the f- being financially or being better yeah, about your finances course. because 
then you have to realize like, oh, you know, and that's another thing. There's no shame in this. If I if I have to, I would. But, you know, you don't want to be you want to keep climbing the, the ladder, if you will, you know, to, you know, I served for every single year for five to six years, you know, and then we had the show. I got the show. Mm-hmm. So do I really want to return back to that environment in between? No, I'd rather you know what I'm saying I'm I'm used to living a certain type of life now, right you know course. so now you want to you know try to keep that balance but that becomes harder right you're not more going the months to the cheesecake by. factory exactly you, you like you don't you don't want to you know so you're trying to right. you know so nope, you're trying to land something else so it is helpful that you can now pursue other things in between and not be tied even though the pay is great and you know, there's no complaints there while you're working, while you're working. But I do think that that is something though. That's great that that SAG has finally, you know, stepped up because I've had clients. I remember one woman was, uh, on a show was waiting, 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 waiting. And like literally up until the day before it was supposed to expire. And she was up for so many other things she couldn't do because of the contract. And then of course they didn't renew it. So all these other job opportunities. It's It's really kind of bogus. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't know who it, I know it, it's it's just it just allows there to be a little obviously more freedom and not be you know hopefully I mean that's another thing is like now we have the opportunity to but you still got to land something yeah. else so yeah yeah so for right well, now I'm still tied to it it's a good thing to be tied to you've got a good manager so who's looking up for you yeah and like he's always believed in you yes he like, has yes. A shout out to Luke yes thank you Luke thank you Luke yeah <laughs> um, all right let's do the speed round here okay what is something you can't do without really good food. Oh, good one! I've not heard that one. Before. Really good food. I'm a foodie. I'm okay. starting. I'm starting a, a docu film. Oh, I'm are? shooting myself about food? about food culture in L.A. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll send it to love you. It's called it. Only Where to Eat. You know? Only Where to Eat. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So it's like a side passion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I wanted to. I'm shooting. Are you a good cook? I can. I'm outstanding. You are. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm here every day. I mean, no, I mean, really I mean, I, I just made braised short rib the other day. Uh, you know, that's like one of my braised short rib over smashed potatoes. Oh I my god, a, I'm coming over. You can absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, I love this idea for a show. Yeah. So I just wanted to shoot something that was a. Um, There's some great food in LA. Fantastic. So this, so is, this gonna... is sharing the story of the people behind the food, okay. the food itself, and then me actually being the the foodie perspective and and giving honest takes on. Okay. Where it's just absolutely cracking to okay. eat at, you know, so. It's always like mom and pop shops. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Or uh, uh, my food trucks. Like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like absolutely. extensions of that. Yeah. It's... So we're, we're exploring all price points, all. Okay. Doesn't matter where it's at. It's just about having Ooh. great food culture. Okay. Oh. What's your favorite film? <sighs> God, this answer has changed a few it times. Change. Uh, I think my overall favorite film is The Dark Knight. And then oh, wow. with Heath Ledger. And then my other one is okay. Masters with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, right. And, and then, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. And then Doubt. I, okay. So I'm going to just give you. I'm sorry. I got to wow, give you a couple. These are really. Uh, Joker. Okay. Um, Doubt. Um, Masters. And then what did I just mention? I just forgot. Uh, uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. Mostly, really, it's more, really, it's more the character Doubt, of Joaquin. Huh? Joaquin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Anything Joaquin Phoenix does. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to choose because. It's all of him. But if you had to pick one, I guess I would say the Joker. Okay. The Joker or the Dark Knight. Okay. Who's your Hollywood crush? You know what's crazy is I... Joaquin I, Phoenix. I, I don't... Can be okay. Can I be don't, gender... I don't necessarily have one right now. But if so-and-so walked in the door right now... 
Well, I can tell you. I can tell I mean, you. Maybe I can tell you who I've had a, who I had a crush on for a very long time. Tell us. Uh, I had a crush on. I had the biggest crush on Zoe Zeldana for years. Oh, but yeah, I used to. I used to have a huge crush on Zoe Zeldana uh-huh. for years. So uh-huh. was, you know, back in the Columbiana days when she did that okay, film. So yeah. that was a long yeah. one. Yeah. I'd have to really think about a current. A current person. It's okay. Once yeah. a crush, always a crush. Yeah, absolutely. What's something you would tell your younger self? Stop pushing. Uh, that's a stop pushing. That's a good uh, one. You know, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, a Come on, come on, let's go, yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But you're a Pisces. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not really a Piscean trait. Apparently, I'm very intense. So you are an intense Pisces. <laughs> you have to check out that chart. I don't know. I don't know. If they got no, they got that wrong. Yeah, you're yeah. really more Capricorn Virgo. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you are definitely not. I mean, Pisces, well. um, I'm sensitive for sure, but, you know, at least they got that part. One of my best friends is a Pisces, but she can push. I can see that part. But how would you describe acting in one word? How would I describe acting in one word? Uh, One word is hard, but I'd just say passionate. I love that. Yeah. You know, passion comes from the Latin, the suffering, the passio is like the suffering of Christ, which is really interesting to me, right? That it's suffering is so close to or or i could say passionate or commitment commitment is good that is one of those two yeah the act of commitment is committing like you just you have to like (laughs) camp it's so it's it it is everything you live or die by committing that's how i start to be able to get more into my uh, emotions feelings you commit to where they're taking you absolutely what's Mm -hmm. something you learn being here with me the biggest one that i w- that i do think is that should be repeated is in order to be vulnerable you have to make vulnerable decisions in your life yes that was that was that was like a, a gem of gems because i'm over here practicing how this character is crying and i'm not t- attaching it to anything that right. i've ever been through right, right, right. in an honest uh, way yeah yeah uh-huh yeah we have to risk putting our private self forward for sure that and how would you describe love? Intention. Oh, yeah. Not heard that. Does that, is that do I need to have a one word? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. That's, sometimes uh, people just say one word, and I'm like, oh, that's so powerful. Uh, I would describe love as the willingness to show up, not just for yourself, but for somebody else. That's probably what intention I was, was better. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, that's just worse. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Intention works. No, no, no. It's they so all fit true. In the no, it's so true. It's all connected. I always say, and this is why I was joking. Like nobody listens to the end of my podcast because whenever I have a podcast guest on, they never guess what it, my definition of love is. Just this moment right now. Oh, Aww. I love that. I know it gets people. Aww. Yeah, I, you, you are, are. You know what's one of the things about you? You are surprisingly hilarious. Ah, thanks so much. <laughs> My parents think so too. They're staying with me for a month right now. Oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> just Maybe crazy. that's why I'm on edge. I have been a little edgy since I got back from Australia. I was like, yeah. Oh, thanks, Jamal. Yeah, thank uh, you. Jamal, tell us where we can, where they can find you. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Noble Nose N O B L E K N O W S. Uh, that's just my. Instagram handle. Um, you can also follow the page if you're into food called Only Where to Eat. Oh, so eat. That's, you've done that already. Yeah, okay, so great. Okay, had, cool. So those two points of contact. Okay. Uh, Twitter's the same. I think it's Noble Knowles or Noblest or it's some variation of that. You'll be able to find it easy, but that's where you can keep up with me if you'd like to. And your address so people can come and get this yes, really amazing um, braze. So I'm somewhere I'm somewhere in Los Angeles <laughs> on the uh, on the east side. You know? Oh, you're an east sider. Okay. Somewhere and then Winning it. Time, we don't know when it's premiering yet. No, not yet, two, but, but it will be yeah. it will be in the f- hopefully late summer, maybe fall, somewhere okay. between those timelines. Beautiful. Thanks for yeah. being here. Thank you so much. Don't forget to watch Winning Time on HBO Max. Thanks for listening to In the Moment. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for more. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by We Audition. Receive 25% off with the promo code AMAW on weaudition.com. The video chat community to audition, rehearse, self-tape, and get advice, and hopefully book the fucking job.